Hi, I'm Sandy Gardner, and you're listening to Late Night Vacuum. Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum. Well, here um, we've got almost nothing to talk about, so let's kick off with a harmonize in three, two, one. Um, so hello everybody and oh my good golly gosh, um, what a couple of weeks it hasn't been. Um, so we last, uh, 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 put something out a couple of weeks ago unfortunately i uh wasn't well um enough to do an episode last week um and uh Gracky's, uh had a lot of uh prep work he needed to do for his new show so yes. uh, so we took uh we took a, a brief uh break off on that uh but we're back um and let's kick off Gracky's, what have you been playing Oh my God! Okay, so um, let's see. There's been Star Citizen has been I've on the list. That. Yeah, I have my preload ready for the Division beta being this weekend again. Nice. So that's in there. I've been playing a game that I can't talk about because of NDA, but it's you know awesome. I've. I, I believe that's a very awesome game. Uh, yes, I also yeah. cannot talk about. That's actually the title is I, you know, I can't talk about this game because of NDA. That's the full title of the game. Mm. But, you, you know, there's there, there's all the games that you sign up for and stuff. And yay. And then I <laughs> w- was playing D&D. You were playing D&D. You yes. Dungeons and Dragons. Magnificent bastard. Um... So, uh, Gracky's, uh, last week kicked off, uh, a new, uh, series on his channel called Bad Rolls. Yes. Um, where you've got, uh, you're the DM and you've got about seven, uh, other, uh, players all streaming together, all, all together, um, all on screen, um, and they're going through, uh, quite an adventure. Uh, can you talk about some of what's been going on? I can, um. Okay, so we kicked off the series premiere, and yes, it is a series. I have written five years' worth of content for this game. So at the leveling curve, technically it's four years, ten months. But that'll get them to level 20, and then there'll be whatever happens after level 20. And They they don't have 21 in in the manuals and stuff, but sometimes with the the different game systems, they'll extend it to what they consider Planeswalker God levels. Like how they did in Fallout. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Except they did it in old D&D, so they might do it here. 
and then I could keep the story going, but I only have enough written up through level 20. And basically what it is, is it takes place on the world of Maes Tosai, on, specifically right now on the continent of Alasir Arai. And it has seven adventurers. Uh, we're going to be adding another adventurer soon, I hope. But it has streamers from BNG that you know, Captain Flint, Crass Kitty, Astropub, Kilted Frogs in there, even though it isn't streamed in a while. Lamb Mowers mm. appearing in the game, uh, even though he had to step away from streaming for a bit. This is a way he's going to appear, and he plays a bard, and he's going to do live music. He's got to be on <laughs> the bard live, yeah. which is great. And I myself am in it as the DM. I mean, I wrote the world. so It was uh, very enjoyable yeah. to watch. I really enjoyed it. So it I got was, to role play as a dog. Damn druids. Everybody's dream. Um, for myself, uh, have you yes. played anything else? Or just, uh, for myself, I've not been playing too much. I've had a little bit of NDA fun. Um, and uh, I've actually been spending quite a bit of time. And I'll, we'll be sharing more of this as uh, we progress. But I've been doing um, a special project. Um, and uh, more to follow on that, but that is taking up quite a bit of my time, unfortunately. Or fortunately, special project, special Shock. project, horror. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, so let's see what's been happening in the world of Star Citizen. Now we've actually, uh, oh, I forgot a game arc. I don't want to forget mentioning it. Okay, tell us about your arcness. Uh. Test Squadron has a server, so started playing there a little bit. Who are Test Squadron? Just for uh, uh, some people may not know. Best Squadron. Uh, they're, they're an organization <laughs> in. <laughs> they're an organization in Star Citizen, one of the biggest ones out there and huge player base. So they have their own server for Arc. So I was playing that a bit with. Um, Parrot Math showed up for a little bit. There was Underscore was there and Nubsley, who's Nubsley. always in chat that we know and love from Arc. And now I'm trying to get in on the Twitch RP server because I would I do want to stream some art because I love RPing. It is good. So Arc is actually for those who, who may not have followed past episodes, is basically um, when a man and a dinosaur really love each other. Uh, simulator. Would that be fair enough to explain? Or that fair enough, I, I guess. It's yeah. It's it's it, it's the love that can actually be rendered in high fidelity. Yeah. It's it's. Uh, nope, I won't go there because that's too political and uh, might y you'll have to edit that one out. I think I will. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so with the world of Star Citizen, there's been a few things happening. And by few, I mean a handful. And by handful, I mean less than four or five things. Um, it's basically it's been... late news right now. It's, yeah. It's basically been very heads down in terms of getting 2.2 out. I mean, they've got... Um, it's been an odd one because they've got the various ships that they're trying to get out, which we now know to be the Sabre and the Jean Scout. Um, they've also got the Starfarer to get out, and they've also got 2.2 to get out. Um, it is around the corner, so we, let's talk about uh, what uh, we think is going to be happening there, and then we can kind of backfill in mm -hmm. the last couple of weeks. So yeah, 2.2, um, they're going to uh, hopefully put out to a release candidate, not today, day uh, but that will be a, to the PTU uh, and they're going to do it in 
controlled uh, wave releases. So it's not going to be a free for all. It's what they did before for 2.0, and I think they did it with 2.1. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, do you have any kind of ideas or uh, thoughts about what they may be including? In 2.2? Uh, yeah. They've already said cover system, I believe, is supposed to go into there, the initial cover system. Right. So, like, you know, hugging a corner on a wall and stuff, things like that. Um, they might introduce to us a new FPS weapon with that, possibly, to play with. That'd be nice. So there might be more stuff at Korea Station that we can go and grab and uh, shoot each other in the face with. I'm I'm thinking that if they do give us another weapon soon, it'll probably be the electro shotgun to start. Yeah, because, that because was already they have worked sort of that there. a while back, yeah. And it was already sort of there in the wreckage of the yellow field, which caused the, <laughs> the game to crash if anyone tried to pick <laughs> it up. Um, I'm thinking that we'll also get um, a larger um, uh, play area. Mm-hmm. So uh, things will move around. Um, we'll also almost certainly have new landing pad. Some new uh, landing zone of some kind. Well, actually, no. It, it depends if they see. Here's the thing: um, they're going for the Starfarer to get the Starfarer out, but yeah. um, at some point, the Starfarer has got to get into the game. So it's probably going to need a larger landing pad. No, I think the Starfarer think? would fit on those large pads. Yeah, you think it would? Okay. Yeah, Starfarer so, uh, lengthwise, I don't think is much longer than the uh, Retaliator or Connie, and those pads don't fully. I retra- taken up. I, I retract my pad. Um, so I think we're going to get. Ooh, I think we're going to get get some uh, uh, adjustments to the physicality of our um, uh, pilots uh, in the EVA. Yes, I do believe I they're be probably going to try sending that in again and have us, you know, give it a go. Which means I am going to be spending a lot of time trying to push a Benny's. <laughs> That's a phrase. Um, so, oh my God, that Benny's video. We'll get to that. Later. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that, yeah. Um, so I think that definitely is going to happen. I, d- and I think they'll probably do some behind-the-scenes, um, like the final setup for uh, item management, item ports, which I expect will probably come in two, three. But, yeah, do, uh, do you think we've missed anything else there, or is that, you know, have we just emptied the cupboard? Do you think we might be getting nicks? No. You don't think we'll get nicks? As a surprise. No, I think that's probably a 2-3. Um, I'm because, thinking it might be a surprise moment, possibly. Because um, my understanding was that 2.2 was going to just be a, a, a patch and fix release, and 2.3 was more a release that Chris would talk about. Um, mm. So that being the case, I think if we have Nyx, uh, we'll have the ability to travel between two planets, We'll have um, yeah. possibly the start of the the stub of persistence coming in. We could have a couple of things going on there, so it could be a, a you know very much uh, speculation. But we'll kind of see see what happens. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully this time next week, um, we'll thoughts be able on to... the possibility of more missions. <sighs> now here's an interesting one. The missions are fun. Mm-hmm. But Benny is funner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think there will be more missions. Uh, but I also wonder uh, 
just by the fact that we had debris and detritus, uh, we were able to make something out of it. I wonder if that's going to slightly shift some of the things that they uh, do and give out to us. I mean, they need to test the mission system. So, of course, we'll keep getting missions and expansions. But I'm, I'm wondering if we'll get other things because I have, you know, there have been intimations um, uh, in various kind of lore pieces coming out. So I'm kind of curious to see what we'll see there. Um, now, in terms of uh, what's been going on, uh, around uh, Valentine's Day, in fact, Valentine's Day itself, we had the Fabled Package split. We did. Dun, dun, dun. And very much nobody was really that surprised because it's been on the cards since about, a, like, uh, was They've been it? warning us for a long time. For a long time. And it was even mentioned, I think, uh, 2013, 2014. That was uh, their kind of going forward price, uh, <laughs> uh, plan. And I was, oh, that's your tea. Um, and uh, I was actually quite impressed with the fact that, uh, I think, was it each one is $45? But, uh, uh, but when of. you buy them together, it's, if you buy exactly. one... If you buy one, it's it's forty five. But if you go and buy another, it's fifteen. Yes. Yeah. So it's forty five for the initial purchase, whichever you want, Star Citizen or Squadron forty two. So if you're not interested for whatever reason in in the large, you know, super cool universe and stuff, you and you just want to do Squadron forty two, if you get that, it's forty five dollars. However, if you want to add on Star Citizen, it's another fifteen. Or in reverse, if you're only interested in the big open world stuff and you just want Star Citizen. And I don't know why you wouldn't want both, but then you want Squadron 42. Yeah. It's just 15. So I can appreciate that. First purchase, 45, yeah. add on 15. That's the current pricing. That makes perfect sense. And actually, I, I thought that was quite neat. And that's base package, not, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. with bigger ships. And what's interesting is in the store right now, the 300 series and all that kind of kebab and packages don't exist anymore. So what they've actually done is they've made it the Aurora and the Mustang as the entryway um, to reduce the decision making. So you can upgrade from there, but uh, right now it's just, you know, uh, those be the packs. Um, and in terms of other things that have been happening, um, there was quite, uh, quite an ATV this week. Uh, Grakis, what stood out to you? Oh, uh, there's a few things. I mean, we, we could go with what we discussed beforehand in the pre-show thing, and yeah, we could go with the uh, go with it. What's, what's the system called? The thing, uh, bug a smasher, uh, a data forge. Yes, that's it. The one with the the terrible joke that Ben read or made. I'm not sure which way it was. If anybody's wondering, by the way, um, Grackies is sponsored by very very trippy tea. Yes. Well, no, it's legal no, shall we, shall tea. We actually, it's not trippy. It's a legal tea. It's a legal tea. But shall we just hey, say people. that um, uh, prior to this, Grax and I, we do a pre-pre-show just to check in. And I I went, hey, Grax, how are you? And he went, Ma? better. Grax <laughs> uh, had a bad day, so Grax he's having had some calming tea. Uh, so it is like he's now super um, so this is a very this is a very funny recording for me because he's I, he's normally the energetic hyper one and I'm going oh my god what happened to you? Um, so yeah, so um, yeah, tell us about uh, Data Forge. 
Ah, uh, DataForge. Okay, so basically, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, a little tickle in the throat there. Um, <clears throat> the way that CryEngine is, is set up now, so Star Citizen structured around this, is it uses XMLs and a whole lot of them. And as anybody that, you know, knows with computers, XMLs are not exactly stable. You no. poke one in the wrong way and it blows up everything. Uh, I mean, hell, they can just go wrong by something, reading it and trying to write out to it, and then another call trying to go in and then write out to it, and then it, they both do it, but something gets messed up and now your whole XML screwed and then everything's broken again. So... XML has never been the most stable for large scale, especially like it, it works for what it does. But when you want to do something as big as Star Citizen, XML is not the way you want to go. Yeah, it is pretty poor. Yes. So now they have a new tool they've come up with internally created, and that is called DataForge. And basically it takes all of that information and puts it into a nice, neat little package where designers can still use a spreadsheet like they like and and have all their numbers on their spreadsheets and import them in, and artists can go in there and tweak stuff, and they purposely lock files now so that only one person can make a change at a time so you don't have conflicting changes. And yeah. on top of that, it also makes it so that they can do things like store it in the cloud. They can have a centralized server. And the biggest thing that made me squee was the fact that eventually when they set up the centralized server that all the other servers go to for information, they could do balance changes on the fly. That was fucking awesome. I mean, seriously now. How many games have we played where they go, ah, there's an update. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Every yeah. balance thing, it's like, oh, well, we got to go through all these iterations and then we have to patch this bunch of stuff. And with the way Star Citizen is setting it up, they're like, yeah, we can just change the stuff on the central well, server. Everything will pull it done. <laughs> well, just think about, um, I mean, every time a release goes out, it costs a chunk of change uh, because uh, of the use of the, 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 the cloud to actually kind of update these things. And due to the way most of these things have been packaged and wrapped because it's a game in development, means that it's not a small update. We're talking gigabytes. Now you've got the, the, the most sensitive aspect of the game in terms of balance and updating, uh, that when this is uh, updated in the release will be uh, an on-the-fly update update of uh, of a of a blob now a blob is stands for binary large object uh blob terminology yeah um i i've worked with many as a blob in my time um uh remember my Nothing first moves the blob i remember my first blob it was 14 years ago it was working with an oracle ati database structure and i was using I was using uh, blobs and clubs with um, with XML parsing. Um, so, oh, nostalgia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not hat off. Um, so, yeah, so this is actually really, really cool. And what's really fun is how this system allows them to iterate and add Mm -hmm. uh, new things on using the idea of templates. So there will be a, a bullet template, uh, an XYZ template, or like a gun template or something. And you can kind of extract from that. 
And I know they said that it was just an example. However, the structure of certain naming in there when they showed it on ATV made it seem like the actual items were real. Their values might not have been. Oh, which no, the values aren't real, yeah. The values aren't real. Yeah, However, what did you say? <laughs> thousand millimeter ammo and thousand millimeter railgun rounds. Something oh tells God. me we know what the address is packing. Um, <laughs> also, for Americans out there, that that's a uh, that's an a, a round that has a three foot diameter. So just just picture a piece of ammunition with a three foot diameter to it. Hmm. And for those Americans out there that I, I should go on further with, because you probably went to the American school system, diameter is the measurement around the. <laughs> No, that's. Uh, I'm. I'm not even American. That's and I the full. Slap you. <laughs> the um. So it's the full top to bottom of it. Um, also, half, half I did a. Is. I did a quick pause and check, and I because I wanted to see what they had in the dogfight module, in 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 that system in terms of their level names, and so I got a couple of the internal names. So you know, like what the co-op battle and everything is, but I was greatly. Um, happy to see uh dfm uh death race so yeah it's there i yep. want that yeah that was I listed can, so I, I can't even race but i just the, want the those, death race those little details in there that that just pop up those little things where you go we know you've been working on it but it's good to see it there is just a little thing that that pops up every once in a while it's like yay there's still Ooh. notes of it I can't wait. I so that was people will read. <laughs> so that was really good. I think the Data Forge is a fantastic piece of kit. It looks good, um, and it just says it's like it's been in development for a good while now. So hopefully it will kind of carry forth all the things they need. Um, I also saw in the ATV today that they um, they showed a clip of the BBC interview that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I don't know if anybody's watched it, but if you go to the BBC uh, website and click um, uh, digital magazine, the BBC do, um, they did, um, you see, I love the BBC. Um, they, they report on the facts. Um, they're, not, they're not necessarily first with the news, far from it. Yep. They are, however trusted with the news because they do such things as uh reporting and, i know journalism uh, what journalism a yeah so they actually did a nice piece on star citizen they looked at it from a warts nor perspective and it was a fairly well balanced uh uh piece um and uh it was actually kind of shocking to kind of see some of the reddit comments about it uh where people were going uh, gosh, I wish uh, the, the U.S. Uh, reporting was as pr production in terms of production value, mm -hmm. at least it's as good. Which is kind of because I because hell no, you've got action voices and you've got fantastic kind of editing skills. You, you get you, the whole yeah. citizen. Will it destroy the universe? <laughs> yeah. Um. Anything else from uh? Uh, from ATV that you saw. Um, God, there there was that little video at the end. That was definitely a part that that caught my attention. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about? What, oh my God, when I watched that, 
Okay, so at the end of this ATV episode for the, this week, there there was a nice little video that was done in the style of sort of suspense thriller found footage type of thing. And I, I, I feel horrible because I always forget names, but I can't remember who the credit went to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Decoy Drone. Thank you. But they made an entire video about Benny's. And this whole thing where there was like a shadowy figure and he, he was going on about how I don't know what they're putting in it, but it's it's, you know, it's not straight up. And they they listed the the actual material from the write up and everything. And um, they said the corporation in who is it again? It's uh, Tara Mills. Yeah. Like Tara Mills is behind something. So it's this whole conspiracy like short film about Benny's is actually some nefarious thing by a corporation. And it's wonderful. I, I want it to be. I want it to be our Soylent Green. <laughs> oh, that's going to oh, be so good. That's fine. Um, but one thing that actually came out from ATV as well that I think is worth touching on, Grex, you, you pointed this out to me, was what came out of the Frankfurt office report. Uh, in terms of uh, basically they've been kind of looking at uh, Chris has been doing the tour and they've been and uh, for for people is who may not be fully aware uh, Frankfurt office is really where the core of the cryogen work is being carried out um, yeah. uh, Crytek had some special fun times and, uh, uh, and CIG actually got a lot of their staff, their key staff. Um, and now they're all working on Star Citizen. So they were talking about... Dun, dun, dun. Procedural generation. My favorite topic. Or one of yeah. them. I have so many <laughs> favorite topics. I just like to hear myself talk. So what, what, took, what took your eye to that today? Specifically, it was the mention of the asteroid field and getting that into our hands to play around with how they're going to be able to generate asteroids of all different sizes and everything else. And I think they were nodding with it'll be interesting to see us playing around with it at asteroids that are voxel. Oh, yeah. Now, the voxel asteroids have to happen because if if they don't happen, I, I don't know how they're going to approach mining. They'd have to do it some way different. It would have to like bust up the rock and then you collect pieces. And then it would be instant spawning and things like that. Yeah, it would just that wouldn't be cool. No. We want voxel. And Every, I think they I think they're getting pretty close to voxel by the way I, they were. Sounds sounds like it. See, we read between the lines before and then they showed us the procedural generated planet. So I think I think we've learned to yeah. To just catch key things out of so, like times. So what this what this would mean if we do get this for um, voxel asteroids, it means that um, uh, the asteroids will carry a seed generator, a seed which allows them to be generated, um, which will be uh, the uniform seed for everybody. So when you go there, it will be the same asteroid for everybody. However... Uh, what will then happen is that when that asteroid is, uh, I think this technical word, mind the fuck, <laughs> uh, um, it will then um, uh, modify that and there will be a delta uh, attached to that, which is then the, the update for everybody. 
So um, that will be like a, a rolling uh, patch real-time update probably sent from some central server location, which means that you'll start with the base and then have the modified apply to it, which means you'll again maintain consistency. I know how to break that. I if know. two people can get into two separate instances and then mine at the same time. You're a bad man. Mm -hmm. um, oh, oh, hang on. Dark... Uh, uh, dark 35T mind. Um, darkest. Darkest. I don't speak leet. Um, <laughs> says, I just thought of another idea for voxel asteroids we may not have considered. Everyone talks about carving into asteroids. What about chipping an asteroid down and putting it inside, for example? A freelancer. That could be a big chunk of minerals hauled away. Oh, I've thought about that. Ooh. The, I, I tried to put an asteroid inside my cottony already. It doesn't work. No, see, I think that's actually really nifty. But then I'd say to myself, "What? Uh, we we have we have SCU standard cargo units, but originally we we started with tons. So if you put a chip chipped an asteroid down and put it inside your freelancer, um, the, I'm trying to think of." What's the weight of that versus the actual value of that? Like if I, if I said, do you know what? I'm going to take a chunk of diamond and put it in my freelancer. Mm -hmm. I will risk it for the biscuit. When it, when it Diamonds comes to, don't weigh much either. Yeah, when it comes to, I'm going to take space rock, the spaciest and the rockiest, and I'm going to shove it in. It'll be like the the wheels on the rear of the vehicle go grind as you as you as you drive away your twenty five cents of rock. Wait, no, I think diamonds would weigh a lot more. Aren't they super dense? Well, there's only a few things super dense in this universe. Me didn't say anything. I did. Um, and uh, Fallout wonders why we can't just throw the rocks into a Redeemer's ship melcher. So the uh, Redeemer uh, has no ship mulching. It's the Reclaimer. Yes. The Redeemer <laughs> is something that we don't talk about. He doesn't. Uh, Grax is not a Redeemer fan. Um, but um, everyone now wants to go and mine the Diamond Planet. Everyone needs to read some Arthur C. Clarke. Um, so, yeah. So it's... Oh, I didn't mean for the financial gain. Unrefined, it's probably not nearly viable enough considering the weight and it's a super rare material. But then you could use the asteroid chunk for other nefarious means. I totally get where you're coming from. Because, uh, and this is actually why I thought the Reclaimer could also be a fantastic uh, tool. Because you could take ores and various things and then put them into little cubes. Mm -hmm. And then throw them at planets. Quantum railgun. There Remember, is, I've been working on it. Have, ooh, there's nothing quite as much fun as a planetary bombardment. Um, and that's gonna be a good T-shirt, actually, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> um, because you, you you throw large objects down on things that can't quite dodge. Life becomes hilarious. Um, so yeah, um, I I don't think they're gonna have the mechanics for that though. Uh, but but I we can wish. We can. Oh my good golly! I God. wonder what happens if you take an asteroid. We could do asteroid bowling. Push a bunch of them together. Take a ship and then you know tip it while someone pushes the asteroid out and shoot it off at other ones and try to knock them apart. Oh, brilliant! Now what we could also do is uh, could we put 
uh, people on the asteroids. And so that yeah, because therefore we can like plead and bribery uh, to kind of see if we can adjust our aim. Um, so it's always good times. Um, so yeah, so that's the that's really most of what's been happening. Um, uh, have we forgotten anything? Oh, oh! I, do you know what I've got in my hand right now? Um. Well, you know, you're 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 moving things a can little bit. That's, can you can you hear that? That that sounds a little bit dirty. Okay, that sounds very dirty, especially for the audio listeners out there. It it, it looks like Dublar is pleasuring himself, but we know it's a it, it it's not actually that, and he's. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and that laughter is because someone on uh, chat just outright said dick. I honestly think we need to get a filter on your chat sometimes. Um, and uh, uh, Darkest Mind, if you want to do that, uh, you can use uh, Gracky's Endeavor. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I don't so, have one. So, it's yours. Yeah, true, actually. Uh, so, SciTech had some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't recover that last week. Um, oh, that's uh, true. Yeah. So basically, um, they, so SciTech are the ones who are, uh, have done the deal with, um, CIG to deliver the Madcats uh, more specifically. Yes. Madcats. Yes. Well, Madcats bought SciTech. Yeah. Um, to do the, uh, joystick, uh, for, for, for CIG. Um, now what they had done last year is they invested quite heavily in the hardware for, um, uh, was it Guitar Hero or Rock Band? Rock Band 4, I believe is what it was. Um, uh, because, uh, a few years ago that was a cash cow. Mm Um, now that cash cow has, uh, uh, well, uh, Mad cow disease, uh, uh, bovine spongiform encephalopathy. A bit, especially considering the Rock Band Four instruments had numerous issues, yeah. including issues that were so bad they needed firmware updates. But the only way to update the firmware on the actual devices is to get a computer with Bluetooth connection to actually hook the device into a PC to get firmware over to it, and then it didn't even always work. Oh God! I read up on it a bit. It was so, yeah, it was that's not, not pretty. Good. So, um, long story short, um, they did not make their sales, and uh, it's affected their balance. The head of the company and uh, a few other people have resigned, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. They're going through massive layoffs, and there's going to be a restructuring. Now, where does this leave us uh, in terms of our joystick? Uh, We don't know, uh, quite simply. Um, the odd, the 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 old adage is that uh, they were reporting on this joystick, saying it was actually a good thing for them. Um, but the real question is, uh, can they deliver? Um, uh, can they meet uh, whatever service level agreement has been agreed uh, by CIG? And also, um, you know, uh, how does uh, any of the? How, is there anything that CIG need to do in order to protect themselves? Um, I have another question on it as well. Yeah, go for it. What does this mean for the quality standards of the device when it comes out as well? I don't. We know think, they have a history of it not going uh, so great. 
I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, it's, I don't want everything, everything, I'm a SciTech user. I use an X55 mm-hmm. um, and I love it. Uh, but at the same time, everybody else's uh, ones keep falling apart and breaking. Um, and, Two and BNG specifically have had X52s break on them. Yeah. After I'm, one year of use. But if you think about us, we do space sims and space games. Mm-hmm. Would you think with our streaming almost daily, we might do a lot of it? I'm just trying to work out, you know where I'm coming from with that, which is I like, oh, are we the, are, we, we play a lot. However, I would put that under the same vein of what about people who play Xbox or PlayStation every day? Their controllers don't break after a year. Mm. And they have st- thumbsticks on them. Yes, it's not quite the same because of the way it's built out, but they expect their controller to last more than a year with those True. systems. True. And they play them even more than we maybe stream space sims and use our joysticks. That's true enough. Um, so yeah, so it's it's all up in the air right now, and uh, as we know more, we'll share more. Uh, Krim in chat has just asked, "Have you guys seen the Mechfu dual jo- joystick? I think they should make one for Star Citizen. Have you seen it, Grakis? I have not. Um, think about the sexiest thing you've ever seen." Actually, okay. no, scratch that. Think about a joystick. Actually, no, scratch that. Um, it is, <laughs> it, it's beautiful. Um, it's basically, um, uh, oh, how to, it's, it's like if you ever were in a giant robot, you'd be using these controls in real life. And it is, it is just utterly well designed uh and it's concepted to to the game it's it's a tailored piece it's not just a generic adapted um and the idea of a similar piece which i'm sure actually will happen um it will uh you know it will just crush everything it's just a fantastic piece of kit that actually is as far as i know yes uh uh Krim, you may link it i'll just give you a permit um, um, it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's still a, it's still a concept though. It's still not, it's not actually being built. Um, you know what I mean? It's actually being built, but it's not usable yet, but, uh, you need to see it to believe it. Um, I'm looking now, at it right now. Yeah. We, we, oh my. <laughs> someone tells me we're going to put a link in our, in our, in our show notes for the I do believe listeners. we will because I want one of these for Star Citizen. It says something else, well. isn't it? Oh my, yeah. It's pretty though. It's really pretty. Um, so Citizen Ryokin actually has a thing here. And Grakis, you may be able to answer this and help. Um, uh, X52 Pro is starting to feel like it's on the verge of something going wrong entirely of the spring centering mechanism. That's where mine broke. Uh, and do you want to? broke. Do you want to talk about that in case? Is there any kind of uh, any fixes to kind of prolong it, or is it like once that happens, it starts? That's it. Um, the only fix to prolong it is to completely and totally take it apart, remove the spring from the center mechanism. Be very, very careful because all of the wiring to actually, you know, get it apart and have that happen is extremely like. Short, like they give you almost no wiggle room to take it apart to clean it, and then you have to clean it and then re add, uh, like, um, 
lubricant to it, but it's specific type for like plastic and metal and you, you would use it in it's it's that like black powder stuff. I can't remember the name of it off do the you, top of my head. Do you still have the video file of you doing that and then completely bulging it up? Maybe. I sneezed and broke it. <laughs> that was hilarious. But it, it was, was already almost dead. Like it, when I finally decided to take it apart, it was almost shot. Like I couldn't even use it. So it was my last resort. And then as I'm there, I, I sneeze and the wire splits off and I'm like, what? No, no. Bloody brilliant. It was so good because it was, it was literally like you're performing like, uh, you know, uh, some fantastic piece of surgery. And then you just fucking stabbed the patient in the heart. I know. And there, <laughs> I'm trying to pump the heart manually, but it's just spraying blood out of the wound if, I created. And, if we yeah. can get it, we'll, we'll see if we can find that link and we'll pop it in on the show notes as well because it's it's worth watching purely for the information and also because it's stupid by the end when it all goes wrong. Um, but yeah, I think that's us, um, Grax, unless there's anything else going on in the world of Star Citizen you want to talk about. Oh, there, it's been a pretty light news time cycle until 2-2 gets out, really. I mean, I wish we had more for everyone. I wish we had more to discuss. The most that we can do is, you know, just speculate wildly about everything. Yeah, uh, we do have plans. I think we have to continue on talking about the uh, 300 design um, and also the Aurora. But since um, we're on happy tea time, yeah, Rocky's, again, is, is a bit special today. Yeah, so we're going to pass on that, and we'll, we'll cover that in another app. Um So, uh, Grakis, where can we find you? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Grakis, G-R-A-K-E-E-S. And if you search on Google for that, you'll find my YouTube, my Twitter, my whatever, because I've branded myself really fucking well. <laughs> and Duplo, uh, where can we find yeah. you? Uh, well, you can find me here on Late Night Vacuum with Grackies and quite often in his chat. Um, and apart from that, you can also find me on my own Twitch channel when I uh, stream. It is intermittent uh, uh, life and, and secret projects uh, on uh, twitch.tv slash Thackery. D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. Yes, well done. I was, I was busy trying to learn, trying to remember my own name, and I'm watching you in the camera doing the weird shit with your fingers. It's because like I was you, ticking off every letter. Oh, no, because you had your, you were ticking every letter, but you had, the, you had the thumb to your ear, and it was like, are you, are you phoning? Are you phoning your finger? <laughs> I got very confused. If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that that could be a lot. <laughs>